Strava Craft Coffee is a rich CBD-infused coffee that you can now purchase in K-cups and ground or whole bean as well, whichever you prefer. And you can purchase online for 20% off when you use code DNVR20. And as stores do start to open up, you can also try it in a few places in and around Denver, including Carbon Cafe, Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, Blue Sparrow Coffee, Max Market, IBS, others as well. So give it a try if you're not sure and if you do like it be sure to order with that 20 percent off code dnvr20 and give a tweet out so we can all retweet you and be one big happy family and cole gets another good righty and another right by cole a left by cole this time tipped in front by mika rentinen he shoots and scars nathan mckinnon Cole J. T. Comfer. 877 goes now. Gabriel Landeskog. Collective hugs. 29 and 92. Save me by Grubauer. Move over, Picasso. This piece of art is by McKinnon. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, my go-to place for Breckenridge Brew and any other alcohol that I may need. I'm Nathan Rudolph. I'm AJ Hayfley. We will be getting into some playoff-related things and, and how the effect of the time off is going to affect not only the Avalanche, but teams around the league in general. But first, the reality of the world is here, and... If you only tune into this podcast as an escape for listening about hockey and not things like that, you may want to skip the first segment of this podcast and, and just get to the hockey part. But we've gotten to a point where the country that we live in is in a lot of turmoil at the moment, and it's something that has to be talked about a little bit, even when it comes to a sports podcast. Yeah, it's um, as we were planning for the show today, it just felt like you know, I was increasingly uncomfortable with just continuing to pretend like there was nothing going on outside. Same. Um, we have made a, a concerted effort to kind of let the chips fall where they may um, in the world beyond the hockey scope. The majority of the time, um, you know, everybody's every, everybody feels how they feel about a lot of different things. Um, but this, this, this felt uh, bigger than that. This this isn't uh, this isn't a political thing, in my right. opinion. This is a human rights thing. Yeah, this was um, a man was murdered on on video, and uh, it it just it's not right. And yeah. it's one of those things that you know, as as a country, as a world, we we need to cannot be deemed acceptable yeah and and it just doesn't it doesn't feel good um to to know that there are there are people who live every day among us in fear of something like that happening and you and i were t we're two straight white guys on a hockey podcast doesn't uh, get a whole lot more pri privilege than that <laughs> yeah and and like we it's not it's not it's not our it's not our place to talk about what changes need to be made or or how to go about it. Um, it's our job. It's our job to listen and support. 
yep. and to be there and and to 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 learn and to grow as people and get to get to where we can legitimately feel like we're allies to a bigger cause and uh that's that's kind of what this is about it just we want to acknowledge it we don't we don't want to we want everybody that listens to our show to understand that we feel this too um we're not our heads aren't in the sand this affects us um this is this this is hard and it at a certain point even two white dudes on a podcast on the internet have to come out and say you got to do what's right and yeah. support the people who need support right now um yeah. whether that's whatever you want to call it black lives matter your neighbor who needs some food it do the right thing and stay safe is basically the the call for us here and as a i think aj put it very very well when he said we're here to listen to what people need to make the world a better place yeah you we, we need to listen and figure out figure out how to make ourselves um, useful and meaningful allies in in a fight that it's honestly shouldn't still be ongoing that yep it's 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 on us to decide that that the book stops here and that this is a this is meaningful that that we don't we don't go through the the protests and 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 the riots and everything happening and walk out of it and say okay well let's go back to normal it needs normal to normal something. is unacceptable the yep. normal that we have known is unacceptable and we need to be we need to be better we need to grow and we need to be better and in order to do that you and i we need to listen we yep. need to understand from the perspective of those who live this every day they're telling us it, need, it needed to be out there that's why we're talking about it on this podcast it can't be yeah. something that gets ignored and while i do understand our jobs are to provide a little bit of an escape from that at a certain point you need to face reality at uh, i was conflicted about doing a show at all today yeah because as much as as much as people need their distractions this is something I don't want people to be distracted from. Exactly. This is something that we all need to, you can't look away. You have to, you have to take this in. We, we have an obligation to take this in and listen, listen to our people who are, who are telling us that something is wrong. Yep. I don't know how to put it better than that. Other than, yeah, just do the right thing stand up for what's right and i mean that's what the country of america should be and was at least in part founded on so yeah respect to to everyone out there in the protests and in a perfect world you know everything would be peaceful but it is what it is yeah okay any final thoughts on this aj or a lot of thoughts but at Maybe the same not for time, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, um, we want to address it, but we don't want to. We don't want to bathe in it. Yep. For sure. That's a good way to put it. Uh, if there's anyone out there that wants to talk about it, as AJ said, we're listening, and you're welcome to hit us up. Uh, probably better choices of people to hit up, I imagine. But if you <laughs> want to hit us up, 
we are there. All right. So with that all being said, at the end of the day, this is a hockey podcast and we do have hockey things to talk about. So let's move into the second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. And the big thing, and we have heard this a lot because it's an expectation that the abs are one of the teams that are going to benefit the most from all of this time off, given that they have become a fully healthy team over the time. But looking up and down the bracket, particularly on the Western Conference side, I was curious at who is this going to help the most and who is it going to hurt the most when it comes to other playoff opponents, not only for the abs, but up and down the bracket. And I've had some conversations with a number of people on this, whether it how you feel about it is the time off a good thing for older skaters as their bodies aren't going to be as worn down, or is it going to be an issue because they've been off for so long that it's going to take a while to get started back up into motion again? Yeah. Um, I think honestly, I, I go back to uh, the series a lot, but I really think that uh, Edmonton Chicago is in play because Chicago is going to be at a hundred percent. Yeah. Fully healthy, fully locked and loaded. I mean, they have a very powerful offense, right? It, yeah. Take anything away from Kane to Bryn cat, even lesser players offensively Taze, you know, you can have the conversation about his contract. He's still a very strong NHL center Yeah, and pieces like Brandon sod around that as well. It, yeah, and it's it's not even that, but it's the rest for Corey Crawford. Now, Corey Crawford will be totally yeah. ready to rock. They're gonna have, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have a they're gonna have a healthy team going into this, and Crawford can get hot for a week, just as easily as as either one of Edmonton's guys, and has a history of doing so. Um, the other, you know, Calvin DeHaan is also coming back for Chicago. That's one of their better defensive defensemen. And if he's if he's good to go and he gets in there, that could be one of those X factors for that series where defensively that's a guy that could match up against those against the, the big guns and make a difference. And if Chicago's difference defense can get to a place where it can just hang on then that mm-hmm. team can win a lot of games because their whole, their problem all season long is they basically have been scrambling to find a quality defense with yeah. the aging out of Seabrook and Duncan Keith, not being the super ultra mega elite player that he used to be. Right. And they never really effectively replaced Nicholas Jalmerson when they traded yeah. him. Connor uh, Murphy just doesn't cut it. Right. And Dehan is kind of the closest thing that they've had since then, since him. Uh, in that he's he's a very historically he's a very good shot suppressor and a good defensive defenseman. So that's that's one area where I think Chicago could have it. Uh, the other is that Edmonton relied so much on their power play, and yep. when you have a power play that rocks at just under thirty percent, if they come back and that unit is rusty. And they have to rely more on their five v five. They might be, they might be in for a lot more struggles. I mean, not only if that unit is rusty, 
whatever you want to call the play-in series. I'm under the impression that it's likely going to get called much more like a playoff series as far as refing is concerned. Sure. That's fewer opportunities on that power play for Edmonton as well. So, yeah, and that, you know, that also translates across the board to uh it, how how they can be defended. Yep. Because they can defend, you know, Chicago can defend them a little more aggressively. And you know, with a with a little more, uh, a little more oomph. Yeah. And all of a sudden, McDavid's getting wrapped across the laces every time down the ice. And right, it, that you know, not only is it it takes a physical or it takes a takes a physical toll, but it adds in the mental component of okay, I'm 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 about to get rocked. I'm yep. going in here and I'm about to get rocked. So that's a series that I'm keeping my eye on. Also. Nashville and Arizona, the the health of the goaltenders. Yeah. Uh, if if they get back, if Arizona gets back Darcy Kemper and he continues to resume the level of play that he was at, they're going to beat Nashville. That, I mean, you're asking a lot there, but you're not wrong. And Nashville has their own problems entirely. The, can they willingly stick with Soros or is this Rene's last burnout in the playoffs essentially? Right. That's the temptation, right? If they go in and they start Soros and say, okay, we're giving him the keys and he has, you know, in a best of five, you don't have a lot of time. Yep. He has two weak games. Do, do you have to Rene? Yeah. Do you go back to Rene? And then if Rene gets you out of that first round, then what do you do? Yep. <laughs> You know, okay, you just ride Rene, but then Rene gets two games into a best of seven, and he's bad. And he then dropped, what? Gets a six spot dropped on him, and now you're flip flopping. Right. So it's it, they're in a they're in a they're in just an awkward spot because of Rene's history, his his status as an icon in that franchise. Uh, honestly, his contract situation is is a little onerous at the moment. Yep. It's. It's a complicated it's a complicated spot for that for that organization at that position. Otherwise, they should be they should be fully healthy and ready to go. And you know, uh Clayton Keller, Taylor Hall, Phil Kessel going up against Matthew Shane and Ryan Johansson, Victor Arvidsson, Philip Forsberg. There's there's a little more star power in that series than we give it credit for. It could be real fun to watch. I I still I think I'm favoring Nashville in the series, um, particularly because I think they're more well-rounded. Um, oh, I would definitely agree. Yes. It, the as you mentioned though, the, if you see those star players become star players for Arizona in the playoffs, you know anything is possible. I mean, yeah. that had been a scoring by committee team all season, mm-hmm. uh, which had reduced the numbers, but. People know what Phil Kessel and, and Taylor Hall type players can do. So, of course, with Taylor Hall on the team, by law, they have to lose and then win the draft lottery. So, that's right. <laughs> uh, and anyway. it would be so coyotes for them to get a wing. Yep. In a, in a draft lotto that they win. Taylor Hall be... walks and they drop in Lafreniere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, that's another series, I guess. All right, let's do it this way. Let's round out the other play in series, and then we'll use the third period to talk about the abs opponents in the, in the round robin here. Okay. 
so for the West, we've talked about Edmonton, Chicago, and we've talked about Nashville, Arizona. We also have the Winnipeg series. Do they play Minnesota? I don't have it pulled up. Calgary. Right? Calgary. Okay. So the obviously Connor Hellebuck. Is he going to come in and, and be ready to go? Is he going to come in cold? I don't think that series is that complicated. I think it pretty much comes down to that. Yep. Connor Hellebuck either wins that series or loses that series. Pretty straightforward. Put it all on the goalie's shoulders there. Yep. That's what they did for 70 games. Conversation we had in the uh, DNVR lounge in the Avalanche channel. Is there any world where you can see Connor Hellebuck as a as a heart nominee this year? I don't think he wins it, but I hope how? he finishes. I hope he gets votes. Yeah. He was if that I, if I end up with a ballot, um he's making my top five. I think that's fair. I mean where wherein I don't I don't know yet. Uh, but I he would make my top five. I wouldn't have any arguments with that. I, who, I mean, obviously, Drysidle's in there. Mc, McKinnon, you would assume. Yeah, McKinnon's in there. Uh, Pasternak would be in there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Panarin would be in there. Yeah, I like that five. Uh, I, again, I, we've talked about it before. I think Drysidle pretty much just runs away with that one, but. We'll have to wait and see. So the final series then ends up being the Minnesota versus the team that I Vancouver. don't have. Oh, yes. No wonder I didn't think about them. Exactly. I- it's the two teams people <laughs> don't remember exist. Um, I think this hurts. I think it hurts uh, Minnesota because they were getting the best hockey of Kevin Fiala's life. Yep. If that continues, then great. But if that was just a hot streak... Um, you know, when guys like that, it's, it's unfair to expect a guy who's never done that before to suddenly amp it up and do it again in the postseason. Uh, same thing with Jacob Markstrom. He's been very, very, very good starting sometime last year. And he's, he's really turned that corner. If that corner remains turned for realsies, Vancouver's dangerous. If, uh, if he's just okay. Minnesota could easily uh, steal that series. Someone, our goalie expert, Jeremy, is pretty high on there in Markstrom. So, <laughs> well, goalie people have been loving Markstrom for the last decade. So, for yeah. him to have finally turn the corner is more of a finally a, a, about <laughs> damn time, buddy. Fair enough. Um, you definitely get a little bit of the uh, the young versus old when it comes to Vancouver and Minnesota, right? Uh, Vancouver being the younger side, Besser, Pedersen, Hughes, Minnesota. I mean, hold t- held together with the uh, tape and bubble gum at this point. It kind of feels like with guys like Koivu, Suter, Parise on that team. Yeah. At, um, on Koivu, especially, essentially aging out of the league at this point. Stahl, too. Yeah, Stahl's not young either. So I get, So I guess that's my question. If we get back to what I originally said. Do the young guys benefit more from this break or do the old guys? I think the old guys do. Yeah. Yeah, because they understand how to get themselves into that game shape a little quicker. They they know how to get themselves back into, okay, we got to ramp this up and let's go. Now, obviously, these are unprecedented situations, but this that's basically Ryan Suter's entire career. He coasts through the regular season and turns it on at the end when he absolutely has to. Yep. 
So that guy will be at 100% when, yeah, when, when things get going. And that he's, he's still a very good and effective player. So Minnesota's Minnesota's sneaky dangerous. Uh, I may be sneaky dangerous in that first series. I don't have. A I, if they get, that, but I think if they if they get a Dallas or a Vegas, even I I like how they match up with those teams. I think they could cause St. Louis problems. Um, and then they have the they have a their biggest feather in the cap against Colorado won't matter if they end up playing each other because that is the Avs can't win in Minnesota. Yeah, and it won't be in Minnesota. Exactly. Um, I boy, I, I agree with you on St. Louis. I could see them causing trouble. I think Vegas just runs them over, though. I it just depends on which version of Vegas we get because they were they were so up and down this year. Yeah, in terms of their quality of play, that I'm I'm very just like I don't know, and I don't I don't trust Dallas any further than I can throw them. That I agree with you on, but we can talk about that in the third period here first. I got to flex my muscles a little bit here, AJ. Do it. Took home the bronze medal in our WGT golf tournament. My man here. My man. I make a hard tournament and look who rolls in and finishes in the top three. (laughs) Bringing the bronze back to the DNVR Avs pod here on WGT golf. That tournament was brutal, by the way. Like, as I was playing through it, I four putted a hole and was like, well, my chance at the top 10 is gone. And I get to the end and I was like, oh. Okay. It turns out there were a lot of four putts. Yeah. <laughs> Some more than four putts, I suspect. <laughs> yeah. We had a, like when you and I were playing golf with friends, we had a couple yeah. of um, mercy killings. Yeah. <laughs> with the, uh, strokes. <laughs> with them, with the, with the rules deciding y'all are done on this hole. <laughs> you don't need no more. We know you ain't yeah. finishing. <laughs> But I finished that tournament in third. Highly recommend you get in on it. Most of our tournaments won't be that difficult, though. I guess I wish they would be because I finished in the top. But WGT Golf is the most popular golf game in the world. You can head to dnvrgolf.com to download and join the DNVR Clubhouse. I don't even know how many are in our second clubhouse now. We're well over 250 members at this point. We're just getting it started literally right now. Okay. so As, as you're doing this, read. Nice. Perfect. AJ working and working at the same time here. Uh, Join us. Uh, We're pushing for 500 members between the two clubhouses now, and we can have these massive tournaments where I'm sure there's someone who can do much better than I did and get at the top of that leaderboard. You can play it from anywhere as you can play it on your computer or on mobile through your phone. It's super intuitive and easy to play, even if it is quite a difficult. You can play a bunch of different formats closest to the whole stroke play, match play, and on real-to-life courses like Pebble Beach, Bethpage Black, St. Andrews, which is what I believe we played for this tournament. So, yeah, get on it. DNVRGolf.com to download. As AJ sets up the... Uh, the new DNVR Clubhouse Part 2. I also got to let you guys know about my shirt here, manscaped.com. I'm betting a bunch of people are feeling manscaped after that WGT tournament, or they wish they could manscape that golf course with all the rough out there. 
either way, the Lawnmower 3.0 can take care of that for you. Not only below the belt, but I've used it on my beard. I know uh, Henry Chisholm over at DNVR has used it to trim up his hair as well. So it works everywhere for you. You can get it done and you can get the complete perfect package from Manscaped.com, which includes not only anti-chafe deodorant and not only the trimmer, not only some toner to keep everything fresh and revitalized, but an awesome carrying case as well to keep you on the go whenever you need it. Just bust out the trimmer, flip it on, use it, and get on with your day. Order now at manscaped.com and use code DNVR20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. All righty. So we've talked about the playing games in the West, but we need to talk about that player, the teams that the Avs will be facing, that being, as we already mentioned, Dallas hanging on to the top four, clinging to life, the Avs themselves, St. Louis, and Vegas. So right off the bat, we assume the Avs will be the team that get help the most by getting fully healthy as Prof. No, yes, even Colin Wilson should be back and healthy by the time this gets underway. So the Avs are at full strength. St. Louis gets Tarasenko back as well. So Which is a big know, piece, yes. that's they, they were without him basically all season. Yep. And still had 92 points. So, great. That's, that's kind of a few goals, you have to think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know of any, like, major injury issues that Vegas had. It was mostly just Flower being average. Yeah. He seemed to take a downturn in the first half of the season, and then they went out and got Leonard, and all of a sudden he got good again. So, Right. And they are going to have a conversation in net. Um, yep. If you're, what's the, who's their coach? The former San Jose guy. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, bald. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can picture him. <laughs> um, Pete DeBoer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Same time. Um, yeah. If Pete, if Pete DeBoer's got a really hard conversation there. Um, because Laner Flurry, Flurry's got track record. Laner's arguably the better goaltender today. Flurry's been on kind of a downswing since that insane first year. Yep. Um, to go this, out and give up a bunch of assets for Laner and not play him would also feel weird. Yeah, kind of like when the Kings went and got Ben Bishop and just yeah. like. Cool, Jonathan Quick still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh Roberts brought up another good point though. Beforehand, there was it was just flurry. You know, they weren't gonna play a, a Malcolm Sue banner or anything like that. So yep. uh, granted in the playoffs, you're not really thinking too much about your backup goalie in a situation like that. You're hoping not to, but you know, this it could be kind of a situation like what we talked about with Nashville where there could be a little flippy floppies going yeah. on. Depending on how guys play, um, Vegas, I think, is my wild card kind of. I think that they are so good. I there's so many guys on that team that I like watching play that they. Sh I feel like they should just be. They're so certainly fun, at least. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the the games, so many of the games that they lost this year, they just weren't competitive in. Yeah, and they that's just a get blown out like the attitude problem. Yeah. Or they get um, down by a couple and just pack it in, basically. 
And that was that was why when we had talked about coaches, I had said keep an eye on Gallant in Vegas because there were there were obviously there was obviously a disconnect there. I don't know how uh, how much that continued after DeBoer got there. Yeah, that would be something I'd like to look at. But certainly one thing I'm keeping an eye on with them. St. Louis is just steady as she goes. As long as Jordan Bennington is above average, they are going to be I'll just keep an extremely annoying out. Yep. Yeah. Every game against them is going to be like crawling through a field of pine cones while bare ass naked. It's going to <laughs> suck. It's going to suck. So they and if if Bennington shows cracks, like we saw, he had a really weak two months. Jake Allen was a big reason why they their goaltending was very sneaky good uh, this year was that Jake Allen was great in a backup role. Bennington Bennington will obviously get the the job, but uh, you know if he's if he's just okay, they're ripe for the for the for the for the taking for somebody. When talking about all the other teams uh, that Colorado could face in a first round matchup, I want Vancouver. I I'm, want it. I'm all for Makar versus Hughes to the I want it. Yeah. I'm so sick of Vancouver talking. And it's not it's not just the oh well they they're the better team. So yeah, I want that. <laughs> we about to I show want, you. I want I want yeah. I want it to be a best of seven too, because I wanna I want that fourth win. The the sweep arena. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see them because I think they would stomp the Canucks. Yeah, because I, they even even with Colorado at sixty percent, they could barely handle the Avs. Yep, their speed caused them problems because Colorado's defenders were trying to uh, they were trying to hold the zone, and they were not adjusting to the opponent uh, until it was way too late, and they were getting weak goaltending. It took uh, it, it took Matt Calvert bleeding from the head on the ice for them to even force a game to overtime. So right, and then the second game they were at they were at sixty percent. Yeah, and so it's like I want that series so bad. A hundred percent on a hundred percent. It's not even so much the McCarr Hughes thing, although that definitely plays a role in it because it would be really fun if they go in and they have a best of five. And the abs go three nothing, and McCarr scores six points, and Quinn Hughes scores two, goes <laughs> negative seven, and it's like, nah! <laughs> tell me about his defensive impact now. I mean, like, I, that's where I am. I want, I want that series. You, you just look at the matchup, right? Outside of Hughes, you ain't trusting anybody on that team to defend Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> you know, Tanev's no. nice and all, but. Tyler, like Tyler Myers is bad defensively at this yeah, point in his career. So exactly. Uh, Jordy Ben Edler, they can't keep up with the ab speed. It's <laughs> that's going to be a, a roasting on a spit basically. Right. Uh, the abs full at a hundred percent. The Canucks never saw him this year. Yep. When they were, when they were rocking. So I want that. I want that bad. All and, right. if, and if Vancouver blows up and they beat the abs, then kudos to them. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if a team wins a series, props to them at the end of the yep. day, you know, the better team, especially if it's a best of seven, most of the time, the better team wins. Yep. Uh, anyway, we are on a timer here as DNVR bets is about to come on at the live show. So we got everything I think we needed real quick. We both agree. Dallas is probably the weakest of the top four. Certainly the most susceptible. Yeah. Okay. So definitely. 
With that under wraps, there you have it. All of the Western Conference matchups, and we want Vancouver for the abs, I suppose. Uh, we're going to get out of here on that note. I do, do got to let you guys know about Green Mountain Dental Group down in Lakewood, the best family-owned de- dentist in the metro area and extreme Colorado sports fans, just like everyone here at DNVR. They're giving you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam just 15 minutes from downtown. Super easy to get to, and it's a great first step to good health. When it comes to taking care of your teeth, just give them a call anytime, and you can get that scheduled and you're good to go hooked up with that Sonicare toothbrush. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. I know there are a lot of bigger things going on in the world. So, you know, keep your head up, stay safe, do all the good things that you keep on doing. We will be back every single day of the week, as usual, with abs content and prospect watches, you name it. We are out of here. Hope you all have a good rest of your Monday. Or Avalanche with Hey Police.